0: Good morning and welcome back to the Wide World of Sports Morning Update. Mike Pearson in the chair with you this morning, bringing you the great news that the Matildas are heading to the Paris Olympics. Not that there was ever much doubt. They have absolutely walloped Uzbekistan. 13-0 on aggregate in their qualifier over two legs. The Tillys putting on a dominant display in Melbourne overnight, opening the scoring in the first 34 seconds of the match at Marvel Stadium. And now the opportunity. Torfee's crossed to And it's in the back of the net. It's the perfect start. 35 seconds on the clock. That call on 10. Four goals from Michelle Heyman in the first half helped lead the side to a 10-0 victory on the night. Defender Claire Hunt says Heyman has proved she can fill the boots of Sam Kerr in Paris. She slotted in extremely well and I think having international experience and the time she spent previously with the national team has obviously given her that confidence and that capacity to perform at international level. Meanwhile, coach Tony Gustafsson says he's delighted with how the team is continuing to build after the World Cup. To see five games in qualifiers against low block and end up with 26 nil in goal differential and see what we've done in terms of investing that attack, that makes me really happy because now we're sending messages to opposition that, OK, if you press us, we'll go behind you because we're used to space and speed. And if you park the bus, we open it up because we have tools to do that now. In Rugby League now, legendary coach Phil Gould is casting doubt over the Rabbitohs' plan to use Jack Whiten in the centres. The long-time Raiders 5'8", is set for a change of positions when he returns from suspension in round two. Gould has told the Six Tackles with Gus podcast he's not sure centre is Whiten's best position. I think Jack Whiten is a huge buy. I mean, it's a massive buy for them. I'm just wondering whether they can afford, if as they say, to play him in the centres. I don't know. I think he's going to need to be closer to the action. Meanwhile, ARL Commission Chair Peter Volandes has thrown up a new contender as the next expansion club. Volandes saying a second New Zealand team has merit after the recent success of the Warriors. In AFL, GWS's head of football is hoping the team can go one better this season. The Giants finished seventh on the ladder and made it to the preliminary final where they lost to eventual Premier's Collingwood. Jason McCartney has told 3AW Radio they're hoping to build on their results in 2023. Yeah, we're under no illusions. What we did last year, especially the back end of the year, was um, was, was a really good foundation. But we fell short and we, we know we've got some work to do, so we're looking forward to it. Melbourne beat Carlton 101 63 to wrap up their pre season games. Carlton was taking no risks with small forward Jesse Motlope, who jarred his toe in the opening quarter and didn't return. Harry McKay recorded 10 marks and 3 goals for the Blues, while Demons captain Max Gorn finished with 24 disposals, 30 hit outs, 5 clearances, and 2 goals. In basketball, the City Kings' double title offence has ended at the first hurdle in post season, knocked out by the Breakers in their play in qualifier. They went down 8 83-76 in front of more than 8,000 fans at Curtin Bank Arena. Kings centre Jordan Hunter says he's devastated. Every team bar one has to feel this at some point. It's it's tough, man. You know, I had the utmost confidence in this group, and from the jump, it was a team that was capable of going all the way. In the other game, the Tasmania Jack Jumpers beat the Illawarra Hawks 92-76, setting up a blockbuster playoff series between Tasmania and the Perth Wildcats. The Hawks will now play the Breakers in a do-or-die play-in game on Monday night. In great news for the NBL, they ticked over a massive milestone on night one of the postseason with the one million fan mark now achieved throughout the season. Hugh Sinclair will join the Waratahs starting lineup for Saturday's Super Rugby Clash with the Crusaders. There is an injury cloud over dynamic winger Mark Nwanganitawasi. Tristan Riley has successfully recovered from his ankle injury and will be on standby if Nwanganitawasi is unable to play. Lalakai Fuchetti is still unavailable due to his neck injury and Isaiah Peresi will be rested due to concussion protocols. So the Waratahs will field a centre pairing of Joey Walton and Harry Wilson. In cricket, former England captain Joe Root is back in the top three of the ICC's men's test batting rankings following game four of their test series in India. Steve Smith remains Australia's top-ranked batsman at number two on the rankings. The two-test series against New Zealand will get underway today in Wellington. In Formula One, Red Bull team boss Christian Horner has been cleared of inappropriate behaviour towards a female colleague. He will remain in his role. Andy Murray's confirmed he's just months away from calling it a day on the tennis court. He says it's unlikely he'll play beyond the Northern Hemisphere summer, hinting a farewell campaign at Wimbledon. And exciting news for surfing fans, the World Surf League has announced an Olympic documentary series called Tahiti Bound. Throughout the series fans will get insights into the lives of surfing's biggest stars such as reigning olympic champion and five-time world champion carissa moore two-time men's world champ john john florence and 2023 women's world champion caroline marks that is the very latest from wide world of sports today check in with our afternoon podcast for an update on the cricket over in wellington you've been with mike pearsall i'll see you tomorrow for happy friday